Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but real quick, if you haven't done it, I know you want to. Hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Don't forget today's episode is presented to you by the great people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster, as well as CornTricksCornhole.com. I'll tell you more about them here in a second, but real quick, giving you a quick preview of today's show. An old man could face jail time for just trying to sell Viagra to fellow old people. Come on, he's like a hero. (laughs) Also, what would you do if you found a wallet stuffed with $10,000? Somebody did that, and I think they're completely wrong in what they did. Also, a monkey is terrorizing the, the city of Indianapolis. Okay? And it's funny (laughs) to me. It's scary for the residents, but hilarious to me. Uh, Also, some other stuff. (laughs) It's that kind of day, folks. It is. I'm just shooting from the hip. Boom, boom. I just came in. I'm like Frank Reynolds. Anyway, I started blasting. I don't see so good, so I missed. Then they ran away. I ran after them. Bang! Try to shoot them in the back. But I don't want so good either. Anyway... (laughs) one of the greatest characters ever designed in tv so thank you to always sunny in philadelphia and danny devito danny devito my goodness my goodness what the hell's going on uh you know what is going on is this weekend there is some amazing stuff revolving around cornhole if you love to play cornhole and i think just about everybody does Sometimes you forget about it, then you're like, ooh, I wish we had cornhole. What you got to do is listen up right here. Go to corntrickscornhole.com right now. Check out their amazing Colorado-themed cornhole bags. And there's so many cool bags to choose from. You can even personalize them. I was just talking to the, the owner, Mike, yesterday. And I was like, dude, it's so cool that you can personalize them. Hint, hint, Mike. Come on, get me some tough uncensored cornhole bags. I'm just kidding. But what you need to do is you can go to corntrickscornhole.com right now, and that's tricks with an X, and you can see what I'm talking about, whether it's it's their cornhole bags that you can personalize or or get just whatever they make. But they also have cool shirts, hoodies, hats, even Colorado cornhole boards. It's really cool. And the boards and bags, by the way, these are pro-level gear, not the cheap stuff that you get at the big sporting goods store legit stuff go to corntrickscornhole.com right now use promo code dehuff to get 15 percent off your order i said duh funny i'm like <laughs> and you can get 15 percent off your order and if you love to play cornhole and who doesn't but if you think you're really good the 2023 colorado cornhole state championships are going down this weekend october 6th 7th and 8th it's going to be a lot of fun. More information on that at corntrickscornhole.com. Again, that's corntrickscornhole, tricks with an X, cornhole.com. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> a 77-year-old Florida man named Reginald Kinser had more than 18 $100 worth of the little blue pill known as Viagra shipped to his house. By the way, 
he doesn't even have a prescription. Somehow he found a loophole, and they're, they're like, ah, he's old. He probably needs to get uh, an erection. <laughs> they're like, well, let's just send it to him. Anyway, so he had this, like, stockpile of boner pills, and according to the Justice Department, he was scheming to distribute them both locally and beyond Florida's borders. They found this in his home back in 2018, by the way, but his trial doesn't start until November of this year. Jesus Christ, could you wait any longer? Motherfucker's old. He's going to be dead before the trial's over. You know what? Since he's going to be dead soon, this is just me being a dick. Uh, Give him some pills and let him move on, okay? We'll confiscate the rest, distribute them out to Congress, uh, because they're old, and, and then, you know, we'll be good. Right? Just no harm, no foul. (laughs) (laughs) It's in Florida. He's kind of like a new age Robin Hood, don't you think? But instead of giving poor people money, he's like uh, giving them erections. (laughs) Uh, Now that's a story I could support. (laughs) Oh, man. 77 years old. And by the time he gets sentenced, if he gets sentenced, if he gets sentenced, it's like, uh, uh, I want to say it's like a year in jail. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's, I I know know it's an illegal activity. Okay. I shouldn't support that, but geez, come on, dude. By the way, I tweeted this story out and this is the reaction I got from you guys. Hopefully his punishment isn't too stiff. That comes from El Papa Grande DBU. He, Dave just wrote in a bunch of smiley faces and laughing faces. <laughs> Drew wrote, gonna do hard time. <laughs> Kevin, he'll be a hardened criminal after a few years in the clink. <laughs> Who calls it the clink? Come on, Drew. Jesus, grow up. <laughs> what was the other one that was funny? Some of them get too serious, though. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Oh, Kyle wrote, years in the penal system, then thrust back into society. (laughs) Good for you guys. You guys are dirty. Anyway, a wallet stuffed with $10,000 worth of U.S. dollars and euros was returned to its owner after being lost at a train station in Israel. Let's be honest, guys. If I find... A wallet just jam-packed with $10,000. I'm putting it in my pocket, and I'm slowly going to be looking around, waiting for somebody to make a move on me, like, okay, we got you. This is a sting operation. You failed. Have you ever seen those TV shows of what would you do? And and it's like you you either have, like, somebody causing a, a commotion, somebody's being a dick to his kid or or his spouse or something like that but they're actors and people just there's hidden cameras and they want to see what you do right it's a great concept and you makes you hope that if you were in that situation you would do the right thing that would be my fear my fear is i put it in my wallet and i just walk away then all of a sudden there's uh that one guy coming up with a camera crew and be like why did you decide to take the wallet be like, because I'm poor, motherfucker. It's $10,000. The fuck? It's a dumb question. Oh, you just found $10,000. Oh, you're just going to give it back? 
No, my God. The family's going to eat good tonight. Taco Bell for everyone. <laughs> so I'm sorry, but I would probably keep that. Because I'm assuming that if you have a wallet just jam-packed with $10,000, you're probably rich as fuck, right? Am I wrong in thinking that? Because I'm not going around with a shit ton of money. Do you know how much cash I have in my wallet? The fact that I have cash in my wallet is a surprise. But right now, in my wallet, I have three whole dollars. Right? Three dollars. And it's been sitting in there for like three weeks. Because I'm like, I just got to wait for the right time before I can spend it. Come on, man. If, if somebody has $10,000 in their wallet, if you lose it, you might as well just kiss it goodbye. And, and you shouldn't be walking around with $10,000 in your wallet. I understand. The right thing to do would be returning it. But, listen, sometimes the universe sends you a sign. Maybe you're down on your luck. And you need the money. That's fine. Jet! Jet! No! Sorry, I just had to yell at my dog. He's porking himself. Um, yeah, sometimes the universe sends you a sign. And it's like, man, I, I could use the money. This money could go towards this or that. If, if I have $10,000 sitting in my wallet, by the way, I'm going to be very conscious of where that wallet is. And I'm not saying that it serves them right, but geez, dude, come on, be a little bit more responsible. If I had a wallet filled with $10,000 and I lost it, everybody I know would be like, first of all, how the fuck did you get so rich? And then two, they'd be like, if you have $10,000 in your wallet, how the fuck did you lose it? I'm keeping that shit on a chain. I'm going like, what is that 80s style with it? And it has a chain ridiculous i'm not saying it's right but i'm just being honest with you that's what i would do if it was like a hundred dollars or less i would return it or take it to the police department because most likely if it's like a hundred dollars or less that could be um somebody that you know is going to make a payment because not everybody puts everything in a checking account they may have been going to the grocery store or something like that so i get that that's fine but if you have $10,000, you're not just going to the grocery store to, you know, get get whatever, get some soap and some bread. No, you're rich as shit. So I know that that's not a popular answer, but that's what I would do. I don't agree with turning that in. Be like, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Tom Cruise. Thank you. <laughs> Let me know what you would do. If it was $10,000, if it's $10,000, what are you going to do? If it's less than that, if it's right around $100, can you see my point? Uh, this kind of freaks me out. A monkey named Momo. <laughs> Isn't that the typical name for a monkey? Momo. Anyway, Momo is on the loose in Indianapolis as of last I checked. One neighbor reported seeing him sipping a beer out of a trash can. <laughs> Momo's living his best life. 
So apparently this guy, this Momo monkey escaped from his owner's house. And basically uh, he did that like yesterday and they're still trying to find him. Last they saw, he was about a quarter mile away. I mean, it sounds like he's doing well. <laughs> he's just drunk. Oh, wait, hold on. It's breaking news. Oh, my God. Breaking news. Uh, we have an update on Momo the monkey. Momo the monkey was just seen at a local bar. Looks like he's hammered. Now, a few moments ago, witnesses alleged that he was picking a fight with a bar stool, but now seems to be eating a bucket of French fries and crying about missed opportunities. Back to you. Wow. Wow. You only get that here. You only get that here. You're welcome. <laughs> Could you imagine? He's like, fuck, man. I could have been slinging peanuts at the circus instead. Now I'm watching Carl, my owner, jacking off to the old uh, Sears catalog that he saved from when he was 12. <laughs> uh, I went there. I went there. I'm sorry. That'd be bizarre. I, I, I didn't save the audio, but there was a clip from social media of some little kid. Like, he's scared shitless because the mom, I think it was the mom rolled up and saw the monkey, and they're recording it. And he's all, Mom, let's go. I don't want it to hurt us. Like, he's scared. Now, this monkey is, it's not like a gorilla or anything like that. And it's not a chimpanzee or anything. It's like one of those monkeys that you see, like, in in, in the movies all the time, like Ross from Friends or in Hangover 2, the monkey in that one and stuff like that. Uh, it, it's like one of those, I believe. I'm not a I'm not a monkey expert. Shit, you did did you tune into this podcast because you're like you know one thing I can really respect about the Huff he is a monkey expert. He knows his shit. He knows his primates. That guy. <laughs> no, no, it's a monkey. Don't know what kind. A simian, I think is what it is. But anyway, it was sipping beer. It's on the loose in Indianapolis, and yeah, some people are scared. I'd be kind of scared, too, if I saw a monkey. Because all I can imagine is it leaping at my face and just trying to rip my eyeballs out. That's my fear. I fear that with squirrels, too. That's just going to start gnawing on my face. Fucking squirrels piss me off this year. We have a garden in, the, in our backyard. And our tomatoes were kind of struggling most of the, the season. But then they started really taking off, right? And I go back there to to pick them because I had just saw it the day before and I was like, I'll give it an extra day and I'll pull off some of those. The, the fucking squirrels like gutted it. They like ate it from the, the outside in and then just let it s sit there on the, on the vine. Sons of bitches, man. Don't, I'm not a fan of squirrels. Okay. They eat my, my garden and then, you know, they look at me. And they tease my dog, and it just bugs the crap out of me. Bugs the crap out of me. Not, not a fan of squirrels. But I am a fan of Sugar Fire in Westminster, a great place to come hang out and watch football. They're just off 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron. I, I'm probably going to head over there right after this. 
I left some stuff over there, and I may grab some food. I, I love their food, especially their burgers. Oh, my God, their burgers are delicious. But everything on the menu is, del- is delicious. And, and, and I'll give you this. Before I get into like what the, the stuff you can do on Monday nights, if you go there, if you go to Sugar Fire in Westminster, you have to get the fried pickles. Okay, if you get whatever else you want, but I'm telling you, get the fried pickles. It is so jaw-droppingly good. And then get a burger, okay? Okay, listen, I'm okay. I'm telling you your entree and, and appetizer. So, and their fries are delicious, too. Oh, and the brisket is good, too. And the ribs are great. Oh, my God. It's all good. It's all good. And what's even better is every Monday night from 6 to 8 o'clock, I'm going to be hanging out with you over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. Uh, I love watching the game there. They got this beautiful bar where you can either sit inside or out, and, and it's just great. They got specials on cocktails. They even have $2 pints of Coors Light and, and obviously their barbecue men- menu. But this is like a, fa- a family-friendly place. This isn't like some dive bar or anything like this. This is a, a beautiful place to go hang out. It's perfect for date night or taking your family out there, or just going, chilling, and hanging out at the bar and watching the game. So go ahead, mark your calendars, come on out, watch football, drink some cocktails, hammer a few $2 pints of Coors Light, and then, of course, eat some barbecue and hang out with me. That's all going down every Monday night at Sugar Fire in Westminster, 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron on the south side of 144th. Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. Uh, the Broncos are taking on the Jets this weekend, and I'm very disappointed as I sift through local sports talk, which, by the way, congratulations to Altitude 92.5. They had their r- most recent ratings come out, and they are just dominating my good friends, uh, Mark Mosier, Vic Lombardi, Brett Kane. Not really friends with Brett Kane. I'm friendly with him. That doesn't mean that I dislike him. I'm just saying we're not buddies. I used to work with the other guys. But anyway, they're doing really well. Their morning show just became the number one morning show, beating out my old show, uh, Schlereth and Evans. So congratulations to them. Uh, and it's one of those things where it was bound to happen. They're just really good at what they do. They're entertaining and they know their shit. So I like it and I am proud of them. Good for them. Good for them. But I'm a little disappointed that I haven't heard too many people. I haven't heard any, actually, I haven't heard anybody in Denver radio trying to do, uh, you know, a bad New York accent. It really pisses me off. (laughs) Come on. The Broncos, you know, they're trying to bounce back. At least try to have some fun with it, guys. Come on. I'm from New York. Hey, fuck you. Hey, hey I'm walking here. <laughs> Nobody's done that, okay? Nothing. Jack shit. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in so many people right now. Every person I've met from New York, they're good people. They are just so rough around the edges, though. Man, some of you guys, like, oh, Jesus. You're just very blunt. I I appreciate it. It's just I'm not used to that here in Colorado. We're not as blunt as we think we are. But, yeah, so 
I, I expect the Broncos to... Ooh, I, I, I have the Broncos winning this one in a close one against Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, fun fact, likes to bang older chicks. <laughs> That's right. He is my protege. I taught him everything he knows. Well, thanks, Connery. I mean, you're kind of going behind enemy enemy lines on that one, but, uh, you know, that's right. I'm a, I'm a bit of a businessman, though. If if I see somebody that can bang and uh, he likes to bang older ladies, then I put them under my wing and guide them. And that's what I've done, allegedly. Don't need anybody coming after me. But you're dead, so mm, they're not. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. That's for sure. That's for sure. This, speaking of interesting, I saw this and I'm like, this is not for me, but it's that time of year. It's that time of year where this shit starts coming out. What am I talking about? The exorcist believer. 50 years ago, one of the most terrifying horror stories gripped the world. And now something even more disturbing is happening to two teenage girls. What you're about to witness is the tragic story of Catherine and Angela, two innocent girls whose unexplained disappearance after school one day left their families and community in crisis. What returned three days later was not them at all. What returned was pure evil. The events that followed would go down as the most challenging exorcism that any religion or culture has ever faced. A sacrifice must be made, and only one of them can live. This is... The Exorcist Believer. Whoa! Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, I will not be watching that. No, thank you. Not a fan of the horror movie. Jeez. Ugh, gross. My wife will want to watch that. And then she'll sit there and laugh at me, like, because I'm like, I'll be like looking at my phone or I'll be like staring at the wall. She's like, why aren't you watching? And be like, oh, I just noticed the paint uh, is chippy. Let me go. I got to use the restroom. I'll be back. Uh, like I'm just finding any excuse to, to not look. I was like, you can just hit play. Just keep watching. It's fine. I'll catch up. Just you just catch me up. <laughs> then I'm like crying in the corner. Like, why is it so scary? Man, I couldn't imagine being on a film crew for that, for like a movie like that. It seems so fucking scary. I don't like it. Don't like it. Speaking of things I don't like, I'm in a, and we all need to do this. I kind of brought it up the other day. I'm having that colonoscopy next week, and it's, oh, God. I just had like 12 vials of blood, by, by the way drawn on me to try to figure out some other stuff that's kind of going on. I'm just kind of having a shit month and a whole bunch of possibilities are on the horizon. And it's kind of scary right now for me, to be honest. And, and it sucks. It sucks. I'm having a hard time sleeping because I'm thinking about a lot of crazy shit that could be potentially on the horizon for me. And it, it's, it's annoying. But then I started thinking this morning, if I what if I did a colonoscopy with no anesthesia? <laughs> It'd be a lot of crying and a lot of, what are you doing? Why did you do that? Why are you whispering in my ear? What's happening? I'm so confused. <laughs> oh, 
good times, good times. Yeah, anyway, so it's a lot of weird shit going on. But yeah, I'm getting blood drawn today, and the lady, the lady keeps like popping in new, uh, uh, those vials, and I'm like, God, how many are you getting? She's like, it's twelve, and I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> they're testing for a whole bunch of stuff, which I guess is good. Hopefully, my insurance doesn't just go. You know what? Nah, fuck you. <laughs> then I'm like, ah, shit. Because that could happen. That could happen. Anyway, I hope you guys have a great day. N- enough about my little uh, nonsense, but hopefully you have a great day. Hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. I hope you did. Oh, you know what we need to do real quick? We have to play this soundbite. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It just makes me feel good. Shut the fuck up, Kyle. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> I hope that if your name's Kyle, you don't get offended by that. Be like, God, you know, I like him otherwise, but man, when he plays that sandbot, it really hurts my feelings. And I'm like, gosh, man, shut the fuck up, the huff. And then I'm sitting there going, shut the fuck up, Kyle. <laughs> Eat a bag of dicks. Well, it got weird today, let's be honest. We're all over the place. We were. Hey, by the way, something that you should probably do, if you're a fan of DMAC, who was just on uh, my show, what, a week or two ago, after his departure from the radio station, he has a new podcast out. I suggest you check it out. I haven't listened to it yet, but I imagine it's just him a little bit more raw as far as talking about local and national sports it's i kill you with truth with dmac and i think they spell you with just the letter u so you got to go check it out let me know if it's any good but i did tweet it out today uh and then i told him i was like well if i tweet yours you gotta tweet out mine (laughs) so so anyway just uh let me know how it is let me know if you like it if you're a fan of dmac if you if you hate dmac then you should still to tune in. It, it's like a hate listen. A lot of people do that in radio, and, and that's why you have people like him paired with people that are complete opposite. So you listen to the person you like, and you hate listen to him because you're just like, God, I fucking can't stand what he says, and his opinions are just trash. It's called hate listening. So you can you can hate him and still listen. You can hate me and still listen, and that's fine. You could hate listen to me while you're eating a bag of dicks. Okay? How about that? Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Woo! Oh, God. I need a cigarette after that one. I was hoping there'd be better uh, headlines today, but there, there was jack shit today. So if you guys see something that's really good, uh, let me know. And you can just send it to me. DeHuffPodcast at gmail.com, or you can hit me up on my socials at DeHuffPodcast. I love it. I love hearing from you guys. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. I really appreciate it. Hopefully, you laughed a little bit in this episode. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster. Make sure you stop by, grab some great grub, and then don't forget on Monday nights, I'll see you there from six to eight, having a good time watching football and drinking some cocktails. Also, big thanks to CornTricksCornhole.com. Check them out at CornTricks with an X, Cornhole.com, and see some cool stuff that you can go there, 
go and buy. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.